Hi, everyone. This is Cosmic News with Tish Aitken. And I'm here to talk about the weekend ahead because we have some very exciting aspects to work with. And uh, one in particular that I will get into in a minute. But first of all, I want to address the fact that we've been dealing with very heavy Neptunian energy as of recent. And that ended with the equinox that occurred on March 20th. But in the Pisces season, there were some difficult energies. Uh, The sun and Venus both met up the same week, the week of the new moon in Pisces that occurred on March 13th. And that dissolved things in people's lives. It was a very sensitive energy. And then uh, Mar- uh, sorry, Mercury entered the sign of Pisces last week on the 15th, and that brought a lot of Neptunian energy. And I found a lot of my clients and my friends, and certainly I can speak for myself, felt very vulnerable and emotional and drained, just really drained. And we're now in a whole new energy because we had the equinox on March 20th, And that brought in a whole new beginning. And that's when the sun crosses the celestial equator and it brings the spring in the northern hemisphere and the fall in the southern hemisphere. And this is a time of new beginnings. Aries is a cardinal fire sign that makes things happen. And all of the cardinal signs do. The cardinal signs are Aries, Cancer, uh, Libra and Capricorn. And these are signs that catalyze things and catapult things. But, uh, we still in the equinox chart, Venus was still in the sign of Pisces and it was at the fixed star known as Shiat, which is a degree associated with misfortune and sorrow. And we're still all reconciling this year that we've all dealt with a very difficult year. Uh, No matter what anybody says, uh, obviously good has come from it and people have done amazing things and incredible things, but it's a very sad time. And I think even the Equinox chart encapsulates the fact that as much as we have a lot of ability to move forward, uh, I cast the chart for Washington, D.C., And the chart is Aquarius rising, and Jupiter, the luckiest planet, is conjunct the ascendant, and that does bring infinite possibility. That is very hopeful with this equinox about the next few months, but also Venus at that fixed degree, which is a difficult fixed star, conjunct Neptune at a wide orb, uh, also pronounces the wounds and the pain and the sorrow and loss that we've all experienced and that we need to honor in moving forward in reinventing ourselves. We're now in the real age of Aquarius and that commenced on the winter solstice when the sun and Jupiter met up for the first time in 20 years uh, at zero degrees of the fixed air sign of Aquarius. And this is a new vision for all of us that we're working with. And that is very exciting because Aquarius is incredibly futuristic and it's centered on connection and networking and technology and the future. And 
this is great, but it also rules the nervous system and it can raise one's anxiety. And since most of us are operating with a lot more new technology, and that will be the trend in the next few years as Saturn transits in Aquarius, uh, I think that it can be too much, you know, and it can bring depression. It can, you know, it can drain you as, as exciting it is to connect and form all these new ways of learning and teaching. And it will invent new industries. It will help new industries to reinvent, reinvent themselves. Uh, it's also a time where, it's, you know, I think many of us, it's the Saturn return of the internet. So I think many of us are going to reassess how technology has alienated us and how we need to commune and come together in more organic ways as we heal during this time. And in the last few weeks, I think the fact that all these planets were transiting in Pisces and these conjunctions were really heavy. And now there's a whole new shift because the equinox is new beginnings. Then Venus, which is the planet of love and beauty, entered the sign of Aries where it'll be until uh, April 14th. Uh, Venus is now also in a cardinal fire sign. And this brings more cardinal action to the cosmos. And this enables us to move forward for our goals and towards our goals. But again, you know, Mercury is transiting in Pisces, and many of you may find that although there's a big drive to get things done, and you probably do feel more clarity now than you have in the last few weeks, Mercury will be transiting in Pisces until April 3rd, and Mercury rules your thoughts and ideas and how you communicate, and I know I'm struggling more to be logical and to choose the right words. And that's okay if um, it's really more about trusting your intuition right now and really following your dreams. But I also feel that with these, uh, with Venus and the sun transiting in, Aquar in Aries, rather, uh, this is going to help all of us to take action. Now, getting to the big news in this story is that uh, on March 26th at uh, 2.58 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, Venus and the Sun are going to form a new eight-year cycle, which is known as a Venus star point. And this occurs at five degrees and 50 minutes of the sign of Aries. And this is when Venus and the Sun meet up in the same sign and mathematical degree. And they meet up every eight years approximately on the same date and on the same, you know, near the same degree. So eight years ago, on March 28th of 2013, Venus and the Sun met up at seven degrees of Aries. And four years ago, when Venus was retrograde, they met up on March 25th, 2017 at uh, six degrees of Aries. So you see a pattern here. And 
in our lifetime, Venus only retrogrades in five signs. So it retrogrades in the sign of Aries every year, well, not every year and a half. Venus itself retrogrades every 18 months. But Venus in our lifetime, Venus retrogrades in the sign of Aries. It retrogrades in the sign of Gemini. It retrogrades in uh, early degrees of Virgo to late degrees of Leo. It retrogrades in the sign of uh, Scorpio, usually the mid-degree of Scorpio to the late degree of uh, Libra. And it retrogrades at an early degree of Aquarius to uh, the sign of Capricorn. So that's five points. And every four years, Venus and the Sun form a superior conjunction, which is what they're doing now, which is uh, a time of new beginnings. It's like a uh, it's like a solar eclipse, or a, like, definitely like a new moon. And that is when. Uh, Venus is, uh, sorry, that is when the sun is between Venus and the earth. And this is when Venus is shifting from being a morning star to an evening star. And it makes it more receptive and the feminine energy. Although Venus itself in the sign of Aries is technically in its detriment because Venus rules the opposite sign of Libra. And I think, though, it's good that it's in Aries because we need this assertive energy uh, to really go for what we want to achieve. And when Venus and the sun meet up, when any planet meets up with the sun, the, uh, the planet absorbs the life force of the sun. It really makes it very special. And in this case, you know, the sun represents ego and identity, and it represents the heart center, and it represents your life force. And Venus is what you value, what you love, how you can create things, how you can uh, find value in yourself and in your self-esteem. And it rules your appearance and what you find beautiful and how you can find yourself beautiful if you need to change that for yourself. It's really about, especially in Aries, it's about um, focusing on what your needs are and on self-love. That expression, what's in it for me? I bet somebody had a little bit of Aries in their chart, whoever uh, coined that phrase. But realistically, this is a time where you really want to focus on what you want to initiate. This is a really magical cycle. And I find it interesting that Venus and the sun are closely conjunct uh, Chiron, the wounded healer. And that is, you know, as it sounds, it's centered on healing and on tapping into the wounds. So as much as we're focusing on what we value and what we want to create, we're also focusing on healing, healing others, healing ourselves. But again, in Aries, whenever Venus and Sun form the star point, you want to really uh, focus on the energy of the sign. And again, in Aries, Aries is a sign of self. It's a sign of beginnings. It's a sign of enthusiasm and action and and just being optimistic too. The sun itself is exalted in the sign of Aries. So it's really focusing on what you want. And I think it's really exciting energy. So again, it occurs at 2.58 a.m. 
Eastern Daylight Time at 5 degrees and 50 minutes of the cardinal fire sign of Aries. Uh, in this chart, I cast it for Washington, D.C., and the chart itself has Capricorn rising, and so therefore Saturn rules the chart, and Saturn is transiting in Aquarius, uh, structuring through community and connection. Uh, Jupiter, the luckiest planet, is in the first house in Aquarius, uh, showing infinite possibility, and Mercury, which is the planet of communication and thinking, is conjunct Neptune. And that's really also finding your value through your imagination because it falls in the second house of self-esteem and creativity and money, finding creative ways to, uh, to focus on, on financial opportunity because Venus rules money and finances as well. And another interesting component to this conjunction is that Mars and the North Node are exactly conjunct at 13 degrees of the mutable air sign of Gemini. And that is a very faded connection. Mars is a traditional malefic, so it could be a bit hostile in the energy, but it also could really trigger things you've been working on. Maybe it happens out of the blue. And so you could get news out of the blue. That could be very exciting. I would think with this Venus-Sun conjunction that hopefully it is exciting because that is a very auspicious pairing, especially with this new eight-year cycle and with the shift from the morning star to the evening star. And the fact that Venus is direct in this conjunction in 2021 is really propelling us ahead. And all of us need that no matter what and where we're coming from right now in our journey. And we're also approaching a full moon that occurs on Sunday, March 28th. And this full moon occurs at 2.48 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. And in the full moon chart, the moon is at 8 degrees and 18 minutes of Libra. And Libra is ruled by Venus, and this is just two days after the Venus star point. And Venus itself is still technically conjunct the sun, not to the very degree, not to the very minute, but it's still conjunct the sun. And now it's exactly conjunct Chiron as well within a couple of minutes. And so you've got the sun, Chiron, and Venus conjunct in the ninth house of manifesting and hope and optimism. Again, I cast the chart for Washington, D.C., and in this chart, uh, the chart as Leo ascended, and the sun rules the chart. The sun is exalted in Aries, and it's in the house of optimism and faith and belief systems. So really finding something to believe in, finding ways that you can heal others. Because in the ninth house, that's very much around teaching others as well. And uh, I think this could be very helpful to all of us. And I really feel this is very exciting energy. And the full moon itself has some beautiful energies because there's a grand trine in air. And the grand trine involves North North, sorry, the North Node and Mars, because they're still conjunct, they're separating, but they're still conjunct. And they trine the moon in Libra, which is a really fortuitous angle uh, around opportunity and good fortune. And they both trine uh, 
uh, Saturn and Aquarius, which is about structuring through learning and infinite opportunity. So it's very exciting. And I wish you all a lot of luck. Uh, I think with Mercury and Pisces, it'll still be a little foggy. So if you're finding at times that you're lost for words, work with this energy and take action and do creative projects, write, manifest, sing, dance, journal, whatever it is for you. And thank you so much and good luck to all of you.